Today on the Dizlist, we discuss the top five things we want Santa to bring to Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 25, where we discuss the top five things we want Santa to bring to Walt Disney World. Before we get to the list, if you've been enjoying the show, please take the time to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to share us with your friends and family and whoever else you think might enjoy listening. Help us grow so we can continue to bring you the content you've come to come to enjoy. Also, be sure to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at DizListPod. So, um, I'm really excited for this show. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for you to talk about our polls. Oh, the polls? Were you going to go right into that? No, I wasn't going to, but, <laughs> you know. So, we had, last week we did a retheme, which was a lot of fun. And a lot of people, oh, had, I, we got a lot of great feedback. A lot and, of good feedback. And I enjoyed the heck out of that one, too. Yeah, um... So much so, I think we're probably going to do another episode of it. Oh, we could do plenty of those. I think yeah. they were fun. Um, one thing that I think was very clear uh, in the feedback we received... Was that what, I was crazy. Well, <laughs> at least for one of them. <laughs> your idea of Alien definitely did not <laughs> land the way you thought it would. I'm not backing down. Um, and our, our buddy, last night, we were, we, um, we were watching a... a particular football team playing the snow yeah and uh we we're i had to explain to one of my friends i don't even know if i went over this at all last episode where alien works into the parks he goes where's alien in the parks anyway and i had explained to him that it was it was part of great yeah movie it was ride. part of great you, movie right and you did discuss that last week okay okay um but i've posted on instagram some polls and we wanted to know who did better and so at yesterday, as of yesterday, the two that had ended, we were tied. Yeah. Because you won Fraggle Rock, which by the way, I think you won Fraggle Rock. I I liked Fraggle Rock idea. I don't for, even know if Disney owns that property. I I don't even care. They can buy it. <laughs> Iger's the king sure. of Iger's the king of, of acquisitions. Getting, yeah. Yeah. So so you had won that one. Yep. Um I had won the jungle book for collie river rapids at that point that's fair i think after we discussed it that that would be more fun and i think more universal for i, I all think shang chi fans. i think shang chi is a great idea i just don't know if it impacts enough people like i like it yeah but like i think i enough. think that's fair i think you I, I wouldn't argue that one not a wide enough appeal um really close vote but i i edged you out for uh tomorrowland speedway with wally versus um hot wheels versus hot wheels yeah. both cool yeah i think they again both, great both great ideas i i like the idea i think the issue with that particular ride like we said last week was is its location and like how do you do something tomorrow oh, tomorrow land there yeah um well and, and it's still fantasy land adjacent so can you sort of re what's the what's the uh, the word they use in uh, not meandering what do they call it when they redesign the the voting areas 
There's a word for that. What's that word? Oh, redistricting? <laughs> gerrymandering? Ger- that's the one. <laughs> We're going to gerrymander That's the- what I'm thinking. We gerrymandered <laughs> Fantasyland so that it includes the Speedway. Wow. We're getting political now. <laughs> if people don't hate our Bills content, they're definitely going to hate us now. Um, and then, then there was the last one, which was Alien. <laughs> um, I will say, you got more votes on that than I expected you to get. <laughs> But I'll also say that more votes is like four. <laughs> um, and they were probably all me. Uh, I don't know if they were all you, but... You can look. Yeah. You definitely have multiple votes for yourself, I think, on that one. I did. Um, but I told you I was doing that, though. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. a secret. No, yeah, it's fine. Um, I, think, I think that that was just a good... I think, you, I, know, I, think I know you enough to know what you were doing. Because you wanted to get a visceral response out of people. And trust me when I say, as the guy who's constantly on the social media page, replying to people, it definitely got a response. Mm-hmm. There were some people like, what is that guy thinking? Well, I said to you in a text the other day, I said, I'm, I'm happy to sometimes play the heel, the <laughs> WWE heel role if I have to. Yeah, that was quite the heel turn. Yeah, I did, um, it was a good heel turn last week. I think... I think that that would be a very cool concept for our our proposed or your proposed villains park, right? Something scarier along those or, lines. Or to be honest, that's something that would fit perfectly in Universal Studios. Oh, it definitely would. Because yeah. that's the type of thing they go for. Yeah, the Hollywood Horror Nights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, with the Jaws ride and you know, mm-hmm. anyway, the Mummy ride is kind of like that. Anything cool happening in the world of uh, Disney this week that you're uh, that you were excited for? Or you saw. Um, honestly, what I've been doing this week, I haven't looked at so much news is that I was, I went on to YouTube and I like to follow uh WDW 4k. Is oh that, yeah. And yeah. what I like to do, and sometimes we'll do this when your family will come over we'll just kind of yeah. sit and talk and we'll put it on. And what this person does, am I saying the name of it right? Is yeah. that handle right? It's WDW 4k. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll put it on TV at home. And I just kind of, I feel like I'm walking around the park for Christmas. It's so funny because I did the same thing. I got, I was home early, uh, earlier than normal. And I didn't, you know, I just was by myself and I was like, I want to, I want to just have this kind of atmosphere right now. I turned that on. I turned some, some Disney music on, some yep. Disney Christmas music and turned down the volume of the walking through the parks. I was like, oh, this is my happy place. It was pretty cool. I do that when I'm doing, you know, schoolwork or, you know, whatever I have to do, grading, like, which yeah. we have to do today. So I plan on when I'm doing my grading to turn on Walk Through Magic Kingdom. And there were a couple others. There was Walk Through Disney Springs and Walk Through a couple of the different resorts. I which really is great wanna, to see I the really wanna, decorations. Yeah, I really want to do the Disney Springs uh, Christmas tree stroll at some point. I think that'd be, you know, we had we'd talked before about like free non-park things you can do at Walt Disney World. And that during the holiday season is one that's uh, that I, I would like to do. Or the the gingerbread houses at the resorts is obviously a very popular one. Oh yeah, do um, people get to eat those? You can buy shingles like like I know really. That. So I I'm assuming they're not the ones that are like they don't take them off the off the actual floor piece, but they you can buy a shingle like at uh, Grand Floridian and it's just a gingerbread right. cookie, but so it's I've shaped like a shingle. The Grand Floridian one is huge. Oh, now I massive, wonder when yeah. it's done, you know, is it spoiled at that point? Do they what do they do? Do they I, that's pieces they sell? Like when they took down the Berlin Wall, they sold pieces of the Berlin Wall. Yeah. Um, I don't 
have any clue what they do with it other than I hope that they compost what's compostable. I would think so. Um, because that's a lot of just, food. Just don't feed the wildlife, please. Yeah. Listen, we're going to head off to our halftime show. This time it's not made by Skittles, though. What is it? It's brought to you by candy canes in oh, general. I thought you were going to say snowballs, you know, the, you know those oh, candies? Man, oh, no, it's not candy. They're it's like, hostess. Yeah, it's like a hostess oh, with the coconut okay. on top. I'm going to... Okay, let's edit this out. Ready? Yeah. I'm going to restart. Okay, You're going to go point ahead. to me. We're going to restart. Three, two, one, action. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We're going to head off to the Hostess Snowflakes or Snowball um, halftime show. I can't wait. I love those things. I like the red ones. Welcome back from the Hostess Snowball Halftime Show featuring Big Al. Well, Big Al was warned that if Big Al keeps throwing those snowballs, it's a 15-yard penalty. Yeah. I don't understand how they can stop people, <laughs> stop, sorry, hypothetical people, Big Al from throwing throwing snowballs. Man, they're going to give Big Al a 15-yard penalty. You know what's going to happen. He's just going to fall off the stage again. Right. You, you want to know what I really think? The NFL has no sense of humor. They don't. That's what it's I think. hilarious. Yeah. For the non-football fans, the the Buffalo Bills game, they were throwing snowballs in the crowd, on the field. It was really funny. I thought so. Uh Apparently, they didn't. (laughs) Roger Goodell has no sense of humor. He was there, too. I know. I wonder if he he got involved. Anyway, this is a Disney podcast. Yep. Um, So, (laughs) what we're going to do today is talk about our top five wishes for the new year. Um, Things we wish Santa would bring and put under our tree throughout the year from Disney. And some are pretty general, and some are obviously specific to our wants and needs in mm-hmm. more of a personal way, but it's kind of a mixed bag for me, and I'm sure it is for you. Yeah, and I'll also add, like, I didn't go, like, huge ideas. Like, look, we are not getting um, four new attractions by the end of next year. Like, I, sure, I would love that. It's just not happening, right? Um, so mine are realistic, and that if I get one of these things— great if i get two i'll be ecstatic if i get three four or five of the things on my wish list to happen from disney this year it will be like the best disney year ever yeah so well i have a kind of a mixed bag i'm not you'll hear it as i go but yeah there's little little bits of everything here i think okay on our lists um so to start off this week my, my number five um will make a little bit more sense for the people that have been going to disney for at least five years or more right which i think i think you fall into this category a little bit and what i would prefer is if they take this whole genie plus system that they have right now so it is right now you have the app is it's called gd plus it's a service but then you also can pay extra and it's still called genie plus like that's got to change well, well technically it's genie and then genie plus right and so then genie individual the lightning lane it's right. so ridiculous so I, a couple things that on my wish list that i wish would change i wish genie was just the planning app that you could see things and plan and then from there the reason i say about five years or so is i wish it would go back to the way it was previously with FastPass, where when you buy your disney world tickets you can go in and select you know your three free uh, fast pass or lightning lane beyond that 
then if you want to go in and individually pay, go ahead. That's that's something else you can still do. But everybody still gets their A, B, and C, and then you can book them 60 days out or, or whatever else. I loved that. I will tell you, without trying to be negative, Nancy, I think that that's not happening. I know it won't. However, that's why it's my wish However, list. I will legitimately say I agree, and I'll also throw out there that of all the responses we got – on any polls I put or any um, reels I've posted this week where I asked for feedback about what you want for Christmas from Disney, that was the number one. Yeah. That was by far the one that people mentioned the most. And I'll tell you, it's they can still make their money. They can definitely still make their money. But what you have to recognize is they're going to lose some money as yeah. well. Yeah. And, and that's why... I'm specifically saying, okay, the, you still get the three free selections, but then you're not going to be able to get into, for example, let's say Hollywood Studios when you're doing Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. Standing in that queue is going to take you forever. You're going to want to pay the extra money for it. We did. You know, when they open Tron, it's probably going to be the same thing. Yeah. I would pay extra for that just to not wait in that line. So my point is kind of go back to the way it was. But then Disney can still make their money off of the click for, okay, I want to skip this or skip this. Now, the other one I put in here at the end, I don't even know if, if this is even a possibility because I haven't experienced this. But at Universal, you pay one price mm-hmm. and you get to skip the lines for everything, but like their two newest attractions. I have done that. What's that like? Um, it's awesome. I I think it's a great um a great service for what I was there for. I was at Islands of Adventure on a Thanksgiving day. Don't do that, folks. <laughs> uh, but I was on I- at Islands of Adventure on a Thanksgiving day, and it was my only day there. I was in town for a wedding. Um, my wife and I were like, let's go to Universal. Harry Potter had just opened up kind of a thing. That park was actually, like, you had to get reservations to go into that part of the park. And since, you know, we were there for only one day, um, we wanted to make the most of it, and it was worth it for us. I don't know that I would necessarily think that if I'm going to go to Disney for a week, that I would do that like every day as an add-on. But if you know, if you only have one day at Magic Kingdom, it'd be a, it'd be definitely worth it at Magic Kingdom. Do I remember that correctly? That the price was just basically double. It's like yeah. you're buying a double ticket. It's like yeah. if you're paying, let's just use a hundred bucks for example. Let's say the ticket's a hundred bucks. You're paying yeah. two hundred bucks. Yeah, you're not wrong. Or for family of four. Yeah. How's my math so far? No, Family yeah. of four, 400, and then 800? Is that what yeah, I mean, 400 times two is? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to make a joke, and you're, yeah. you're forging ahead here. Yeah. Um, no, you're not You're not wrong. It's expensive. It's certainly exorbitant. For my wife and I, it was worth it. Um, I think that it would be awesome if they kind of also followed suit to Universal and did something that was um, for resort guests. So they have the the deluxe their version of the deluxe resorts get that for free. Um, so I I would I would really like to see them do something along those lines like that you just mentioned. I just don't I don't see it happening. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, I would enjoy talking about that a whole lot more, yeah. and maybe we can on a future episode yeah. just because I I wouldn't mind finding out some more information mm-hmm. and trying out that other park, but we have a list to get through yep. and you have a number five to get through. I do. To. I'm, and mine is kind of along the same lines of something that they've brought in recently that I wish would go away. And it's the park pass reservation. Oh yeah. Um, I don't like it. 
and I get the Disney people. We we plan so far in advance, yeah. but I just don't like this. The this current part of the planning process is not good. Um, I don't know what's going away. I we heard rumors that it was going to go away, and I think it is the easiest one to get them to go to have them go ahead and get rid of. Um, at the very least, I want to see them change the park hopping restrictions. One o'clock or two o'clock? Two o'clock. Two. two, two. Okay. Yeah, two. Yeah. I want to see them at least change that. But you know, I understand their their defense that it helps them staffing the parks. I personally think it's what has caused some of the crowding because once you've paid to be there, you know, and you've chosen which park to be in, you're not switching it up. I can't really see, and maybe I'm wrong, and I don't know that much about the way these the parks work. I mean, how much of a difference is it going to make for staffing? I mean, how many people? And then you take that number of people multiplied by, you know, the uh, the amount of the paycheck that they're getting. Oh, I does think it make I that think, much of a difference. Oh, I do. I really? think it, I think it does. See, I don't know enough about it, and that's why. I, I mean, that's what I led with. I mean, statistically speaking, on the logistics side of things, I can promise you that they are. That's the big money maker change more so than even Genie Plus. I think that makes them more money. People that we talk to and that we receive feedback from also agree with this. I don't want to, you know, beat a dead horse here. I think that everybody agrees the park pass has to go, yeah, and park hopping should change. I think it's a very predictable what we've chosen for our number fives. So what is your number four, Rob? Well, I, I did a little bit of research for this one, trying to find out a, a start date for the thing I'm about to to talk about. And really all I could find was the announcement date for this particular thing. So my thing that I wish for Walt Disney World is just speeding up construction in general. Huh, yeah. So what I did is I went online and I looked up Epcot's construction. And either it gave me when Epcot was originally constructed. So then I kind of redid my search a little bit and then I looked up the most recent project or most recent announcement for their current project of the different neighborhoods and communities. And really the only thing they're giving me is that when when it was announced at D23. So I don't have a definite amount of time, but I'll tell you the last couple of years going to Epcot, I just feel like I'm showing up at some crazy construction site right in the middle of everything you walk right in and you're blocked like it's this huge chunk of real estate huge 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 i mean it's my favorite park and i feel just like i'm inconveniencing workers i i know right i feel like i'm in like you say you're in the middle of a construction site i i could not agree more with the fact that that you'd like them to speed their just stuff up. Just speed it up. And I don't know, again, I am not an expert with construction. <clears throat> Maybe it's difficult to to get workers to come in. Maybe it's different factors like weather. Maybe they can't get in the, the different uh, pieces of rebar or whatever they need to build the rides. But with that being said, you look down the road and you look at how fast Epic Universe yeah. is sprouting up from the ground. Like it's... It's like mind-bendingly fast. Yeah. So when you started to say that, I was formulating in my head exactly this response to you. Sure. Is that if that's the case, then somebody forgot to tell Universal that they had to slow down. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry, we're in our 40s, and I feel like Tron was announced while we were in college. (laughs) Like, what is going on with how slowly they're working? But here's the other part with the, the Tron thing, too. The ride already exists. Like, they've already done it once. Where is it? Shanghai, I think. Yeah. One would think that it would be easier to do. It's like literally a Xerox. 
right? I don't know. Anyway, I don't know what the specific circumstances are, and maybe I look like the jerk here, but just speed it up. Like it's gonna, it's better for everybody. It's better for Disney. They're gonna make more money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I don't know. You walk right into to Epcot and you're like, whoa, where the heck do I go? It's like this giant blockage. Yeah. Even Disney veterans are like, I don't know how to get around this park right now. And mm-hmm. I understand that they that you know in the part of the park that probably makes them the most money. You know, the festival area. You know, World Showcase. There's nothing really going on back there. No. But in the front. It is a disaster. I know. It's an absolute, and and I got news for you. In order for them to make that that park like really worthwhile, they they've got a lot more construction projects they've got to do up there. And Moana looks good, but great, you got the Moana thing done. What else is there? Like I want, I feel like I, I want to be able to get on the monorail right now. Yeah. Like let's get on the monorail, let's ride it and yep. look and see. Okay, what do we? Okay, this needs to be done. Like make a little checklist or. Yeah. I gotta watch one of those videos and on the monorail ride and see what the heck is left. So my number four, just speed up construction. How mm-hmm. can we do it? Let's make it happen, folks. Yeah, my number four is um, something that's another thing I wish would come back, uh, and I don't know that it's because I don't know that it's gone because of the pandemic. I think there's other factors involved, including staffing issues, but in park breakfast. And I don't mean like in park breakfast, like um, getting a cinnamon roll at Gaston's. Currently, at least to my knowledge, Crystal Palace is the only table service restaurant serving breakfast in all of Walt Disney World in the parks. Not including <clears throat> Be Our Guest. Be Our Guest does not have a breakfast menu anymore. Huh? As far, uh, unless I'm wrong, and I could be, I could definitely be wrong. They don't do it anymore. Now, did you have breakfast there or Royal Table? I had uh, both. I've had breakfast at Cinderella's Royal Table, so they they do obviously have Cinderella's Royal Table. So I, I should backtrack a little bit, but like the pre-park opening breakfasts that used to exist, you could go in. My first trip, we went to Garden Grill. We were done eating in Garden Grill and rode Soren twice before the park opened. That, that was cool. That was cool, and I um, wanted to do that. With the, yeah, it's a great breakfast. I think breakfast. when we were there, it was only open for lunch, right? Yeah, it's a great breakfast. That yeah. needs to open for breakfast. Um, currently, um, Ockershoes is back open, but not for breakfast. Um, they have nothing in Hollywood Studios that's a table service open for breakfast. Um, I don't know if they ever did, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, I can't um, I can't think of one either. But the, the, the selections for in-park dining early in the morning as a table service. And you might say, well, why would you want to get there and like sit down that pre-park opening reservation? It's a bonus. It's a huge bonus. And you know what? I even just getting in there, like when we came off of, when we came out of be our guest and I know that's not technically table service, but it's like table service adjacent. When we came back or came out, cast members were ushering us to parts of the park that, you know, were different. We, We couldn't be, for instance, in Frontierland. Um, and we couldn't actually go and get on rides, but we darn well were <laughs> in line to get to hurry up over to yeah. Cind- uh, not Cinderella, uh, sorry, Seven Dwarves. Yeah, really I would quickly, too. and that was super easy to get over there. Like, I I personally, um, personally wish that they would open up more in park breakfast. Yeah, that would be nice. But that's a that's a small one, but that's why it's number four. How about 
We're moving. We're getting to some juicy ones now, I think. Yeah. Number three is one that really upsets me and Uh-oh. really, really bothers me. No, this one's not a joke, actually. Okay. This one, for real, really, really upsets me. And number three is, and I don't have a solution, but how can we figure out the fighting and violence so I'm in gonna the be parks? Hon- I'm going to be honest with you. This, yeah. this went on and off my list multiple times. Yeah. I took it off my list because I didn't know how to address it. It's on my honorable mentions, so I'm so glad that one of us is bringing it up. It's, it really bothers <clears> me. And, and you know, you see a car crash and you look out the window and you don't want to, but you feel like you need to. It's the same way with me whenever there's any of these fight videos. And the worst one that I, I've seen that still haunts me was one from Disneyland that went on forever, and it was in Toontown. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I don't have a solution. I'm not saying you need to add more security or more staff. I don't know what it is, but it's... And the other part that I thought about when I was putting this one on my list is this is potentially something that's always happened at Disney that we don't know about, and with everyone having a camera and being able to post 24-7, maybe it's just something that the spotlight is on now. Or we don't know. Maybe it's something that's just starting to happen because of mental health issues and, you know, from people being locked up in the pandemic, people now are a little bit testier. I don't know. It could be a combination of different things. But seeing that in, you know, the happiest place on earth is just, it just makes me the saddest person on earth to yeah. watch that. It's, it is certainly um, a combination of a lot of things. And I don't think there is one easy solution. What I will say is that Disney actually recognizes it and actually they, they changed some sort of, wording in their rules and like as a guest actually was i saw a post this week about it that they are acknowledging this is an issue and that if you do this you are not going to be welcome in the parks um not that that's ever really been that you're welcome in the parks but the fact that they're deter anybody the, the fact that they're actually um putting in writing that they recognize that this is happening yeah tells me that it has increased it's not just because of tiktok and like Twitter yeah. and we're constantly on our phones and there's cell phones, uh, cell phone videos and stuff like that. So that's I, good news and bad news. The bad news is sounds like in reality, it really is increasing, but the good news is that it sounds like they're taking it as a serious issue and yeah. they're going to address it. So I'm happy to hear that. All right. That's it on my, you know, semi, no, not semi. That's it on my serious topic that mm-hmm. I wish we could get figured out. What do you have for three? So my three is um, selfish, completely selfish, That's and fine. I'm okay with it. You make the list because how this you is want. this is Christmas, right? And yep. and I'm asking Santa for what I want, and what I want is Star Cruiser to change its format. Oh yeah. So and I think I think that they're seeing the light on this. See, I had an idea for this too, but go ahead. Um, I think we can make Disney could make some money if they just tweak it a bit. I think that offering. Those two-day cruises, those two-night cruises that they currently mm-hmm. do with the amazing cosplay, basically, mm-hmm. and the immersion, I think doing that once in a while mm-hmm. would be great. But I think they're missing out on the average Joe Star Wars fan who is not dropping 5K yeah. on a, a two-night stay in essentially a concrete box yeah your your average disney goer is you know someone like us or two teachers and doesn't have the kind of salary to uh, be able to spend that kind of money right i mean i'm not 
asking them to give up on that idea because I think it's a brilliant idea. I think it's a, a, a very well thought out um, way of vacationing. However, I want to be able to dine there. I mm-hmm. want to try that food. Yep. Um, I don't necessarily need to stay there, but if there was a way to change that up somehow, and I'm not sure what the answer is. I have an idea. I've been thinking about this one. Okay. It's not on my list, but I thought about this the other day when I saw you know, the, the news brief about what's going on there. So I thought, why don't you treat this hotel slash cruise experience like they do with the festivals in Epcot? So, for example, Festival of the Arts at this place could be considered, you know, the original trilogy where the focus is, you know, Chewbacca and Darth Vader comes in. And that's between this time and this time. And you can go during then. Then we have one, which is the prequels. You could have clone troopers come in. You could have uh, the emperor or whoever else. Then that's instead of the next festival, you have that time. Then you could do the, the what do we call them, the, the new sequels. What are they referred to at this point? Yes, I mean, the, the, the new, sequels, The I guess. sequels, yeah. sure. Because there's the prequels and right. the sequels. And then finally, you can end with kind of the TV universe with The Mandalorian or Cassian Andor. So I was thinking about that the other day. I'm not saying it's the best idea, but I'm saying they do it already at Disney. They have these times where they're flexible, too. You know, they're always pulling back the times of the of the different festivals. So maybe that's what they do at the hotel. They go through different time periods or ages, quote unquote. Yeah, so and I was thinking about that the other day. Would that work? Maybe. I, well, I think that would would certainly improve the rewritability, so to speak. Right. Of Someone would one book, of these cruise. That's a good point. They make How, money and go four times. Yeah. However, it's still kind of alienates the average joe and i get it disney itself is expensive so you know what would your average average joe look like would it be a one night and then what would happen no i don't like i said i wish that there was it wasn't so reliant on just you had to go there and stay there like i want to see that stuff i want to be able to go and i think they're feeling the pinch because they're giving discounts to dvc members on this now yeah they're they're doing a lot of things that that tell me they know and a lot of these cruises are not selling out, and it's expensive to pay for that for those um, those actors. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? They deserve it. They do a great they job. Do. They They're do. amazing. And that's why I don't want them to abandon it completely, but I want them to think about what can we do to bring it more to the masses that will be beneficial to us and to them. Yeah. So that's my that's my number three. That's a cool one. I mean, I, I, you know, I've been thinking about that idea for a long time, and it, or not a long time, but recently when that yeah. came up, and I didn't really know how it would work its way into the podcast, but I'd like to revisit that another oh, time. Oh, absolutely. Uh, number two again is a selfish one for me, so I, I'm gonna kind of mirror this one a little bit. So uh, I have, we have a friend who um, we send message with on, on social media all, all the time. And he is constantly sending me these awesome things that are sort of related to country bears or related to haunted mansion and shout out to Eric. Thanks, Eric. And Eric will send me like this great piece of merch. And I'm like, I need that. Yeah. And I go on to shop Disney and it's not available. And then I remember, and I'm like gripping my my fists. I'm like, I want this so bad. And I realize I can't get it because it's exclusive at the parks. So my request is, is it possible to maybe have some park exclusive merch for a period of time? 
kind of like how a movie goes into the theaters and then it goes up on Shop Disney instead of being just exclusive for the stores. What do you think on that? I think it'd be great. There, There is a website that actually connects people yeah. that want park-only merchandise. And That's they will, me. And basically they will go in and they will shop for you. Cool. I, I don't want to do that. Yeah. That's just because it's, it's just not something I would do. Yeah, um, I would prefer to, like you say, shop Disney. Where mm-hmm. is it? Um, I, I mean, for me, I think it's interesting because I saw a picture that somebody took the other day at a Disney outlet from New Jersey. Really? That had park exclusive 40th anniversary Epcot merch in it. Wow. And it's like, this is in New Jersey. And they have it, but you can't buy it on Shop Disney. That's crazy. Like, I don't understand. I just don't get it. Where's our closest outlet? Maybe we need to do a road trip. <laughs> Probably that one in Jersey. Probably right. Um, I, I personally want um, better options for merch, too, yeah. um, in general. And that, I'll maybe touch on it when we go to our honorable mentions. But, yeah, I can, I'm can. i with you. It's so frustrating to see this stuff that's, like, park only. And I know. All the time. Because a lot of it is, like, stuff we really care about. Like, yeah. in-park IP, like, figment stuff. I know. It's hard to get. Although that demon child-looking thing that they came out with this week. I know. I it, was, it was really it was creepy. really weird. The cartoonish-looking thing. I don't know what was. It was weird. But. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's my number two. What do yeah. you have? For, what's your number two? My number two is seconded by my daughter and my son. And I'm pretty sure uh, anybody who... Um, who enjoy, who were, was able to travel to Disney World during the pandemic, and that is character interactions the way they were during the pandemic were way cooler. Where you walk around, you'd hear some music playing, and lo and behold, here come some princesses. Or, hey, look, there's a rare character you never see who's going going by driving in this car or whatever. That was really cool, and it added something to throughout the day as opposed to having to jam in on Main Street and watch this parade with a million of your best friends in 100-plus degree weather. That's how it was in the olden days. Yeah, exactly. I have so many pictures of and me so, with characters. They just were walking around. I want a a character interaction sim- more similar to what they have at Disneyland Resort. Yeah. Because, look, we don't get – I'm sorry, Disneyland – Always says how well we don't get anything. We're, you know, Disney World gets all the good stuff. Really? I don't know about that. Somebody reached out to me and said that and was like, well, hey, you guys get all the good stuff. And I'm I like, yeah, know. talk to me, talk to me after you go and hang out with Mando and Grogu and yep. Boba Fett and Shenick Fan, uh, Shenick Fan, and t- tell me, tell me when you go and do those things or when you're walking down Main Street and oh my gosh, there, there goes Minnie, there goes Mickey, just walking around. Yeah. Like the more we, I we, research Disneyland for our trip, the more I realize well, there's some really great yeah. stuff at Disneyland. And I don't know. I'm obviously Walt Disney World is bigger, and there's a lot of there's more stuff. Mm-hmm. But boy, Disneyland is a gem. Yeah, and that just the character stuff. Like, I I want to have that something that they didn't do away with. For instance, is that Pooh is oftentimes out. Catching butterflies, right? Oh yeah, you see in, them all in the, the grass next Correct. to Imagination Pavilion, or or the flo- the flotillas. I'm going to call them whatever the in Animal Kingdom when they go by in the pontoon boats. With, I like that. Yeah, those are great. Yeah. Right? Oh, everyone pulls their camera out. They yeah. wave. I love it. And it's not this big production parade. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The parade is great, mm-hmm. and I think the parade has a place. But walking through World Showcase, all of a sudden hearing some music play and seeing a horse-drawn carriage come by with the princesses, 
that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. And and it was so that was a benefit of the pandemic that I wish hadn't gone away. Yep. And I was thinking it's not going to go away because this is like easier for them to do. Nope. They brought back all the big production parades and now all the, that stuff's gone. Well, maybe with change of leadership, they're going to maybe, yeah. you know, look back and take stock on what happened in the last three years. Yeah. And, and, and selfishly, say, I want, I, w- I want those star Wars characters in galaxy's edge. Too. Oh, that's, that's a big part great. of it. But. And you know, I've heard rumblings too, that for you know, a long time, it was specifically that, time period for the sequels and now they're starting to stretch it out and bring in characters from different timelines Mm -hmm. i think they can do that i don't think that's there's some star wars fans that are going to be so purist that they're going to be angry about it they already hate disney anyway but their that percentage (laughs) is so small it's such a bigger percentage of people that i mean who's going to get mad when they see mandalorian and grogu walk out and then they go a couple more steps and then they're they're seeing uh, I was gonna say Ben Solo, but uh, why can't I think of Kylo name? Ren? Kylo Ren, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, but first... they're different timelines. But like, I don't care. Yeah. I just want to go and just see some cool stuff, have a good time. Dude, you just paid money to go into a place with a that that's like has a mascot that's a animal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The whole like, if you have a problem with the fact that they're not in the same timeline, but you're okay with taking a picture with a duck with no pants on, there's a problem. <laughs> he just likes to air out. Yeah, <laughs> like an anthropomorphic duck that wears clothing except for pants. You don't need pants. Yeah, he's got a hat, no shoes though either. Yeah, who, wear, who wears a hat but no shoes? Uh, I'll have like, to try it. He wears all the things you don't need to go into a store. <laughs> that's right. So anyway, that was my that's my oh, number. That's my number two. How about how about your number one? Right my there? number one is it's very important to me. It's a big one. It's probably impossible. I understand this, and I've discussed this a lot on our show before, but my number one is I want Walt Disney World to do that fifth gate. That's my number one. So I'm not shocked by the fact we matched on this. Oh, you did too. So mine's a little bit different. Sure. Because I said I didn't want to be ridiculously like, like pie in the sky. This can't possibly happen. There's no reason that this year they can't announce. Exactly. Right. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. Announce it. So I had a couple little notes that I wanted to add to it. So the parks are super, super overcrowded all the time. Year round. I'm constantly seeing posts on social media from times that are normally supposed to be down times with a photo of the crowd. Any park, Mm -hmm. not just that bottleneck area by Small World that says, oh, my gosh, look at the crowds today. And it's just mobbed. Yeah year round so my thought is all right bring in this fifth gate park a new park put it in somewhere it'll help with crowds now there's there's two things that are going to happen i think number one you add that fifth gate and you have people that haven't gone in five years are going to come back so yes that brings the numbers up but it brings the numbers up overall but i still think it'll thin out the crowds in the other parks enough so that it's a little bit more manageable so yes overall numbers go up but i think it's going to make it manageable for the other people who are visiting, you know, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios. What are your thoughts? Do you, do you think that's that's going to work, or would that not work? Look, I don't think that we're getting this. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, I know. Um, hypothetical, but but, but I have said I I I I'm on the record as saying I think they should do away with at least one of the water parks and changing it into a fifth gate. I know, and your um, infrastructure idea was great: bathrooms, yeah. water piping, all that stuff. The, the reality is that I just want them to announce that they're at least doing something because 
they need to recognize that Universal is going to overtake them. And I look, I don't care if Universal overtakes them. I'm because I. I'm not a shareholder. I don't care. No, and I like to enjoy both, and I've been to both parks. I'm I'm definitely not a universal hater. I'm just a Disney lover. Right. I, I just think that should that, be a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just think that they need to recognize the situation. And the other thing is they can't keep building new hotels to put more people on property. Exactly. And, and where are they like, going? And then be like, oh, darn, like, where do they go? <laughs> I can't imagine why nobody's having a good time in my jam-packed park that I, I built all these hotel rooms for. And I, I think that that's a big issue. It needs to happen. They need to announce it. And I don't know what the answer is as far as where it goes, what the theme is. I mean, we got some ideas, right? But like, yeah, but yeah that's that's a big thing. I had another idea for um, this came up the other day too for a sixth gate. A sixth gate. Yeah. So I don't know. This popped in my head the other day because I was thinking of like specific age appropriate rides, and then I don't know, like the Peppa Pig park kind of thing popped in my head. I thought, what if they did smaller park? Like by smaller, I mean third to half the size of any of your average park size, not including Animal Kingdom's Safari Park, right? Mm -hmm. And it's something that is all geared towards like Disney Junior and like little, little kids, tiny kids rides. So then you just bring the younger kids there. I thought that might be kind of a fun thing. And then the price is lower. So if your normal price point's 100 Maybe it's $75 to go to the kitty park. Well, on the flip side, what if they did a park that, what if their fifth gate or in, in your world, if you know, you said the possibly two doing six. Opposite. What, yeah, the opposite because they're losing people to Universal because they're aging out of riding right. Dumbo yeah, that's a, and riding carp, you know, magic carpets. So basically um, you're telling me there is a chance for the alien ride now. I would I would be okay with the alien ride in, in a, this park in that park. <laughs> all, right, all right, I would be okay with it. I not, like where this is going. Not in the same park where Vampirina meets. Yeah, but that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, I definitely feel like there is a spot for or a niche, I should say, that they could fill of Disney fans that are older. Look, go on. All you got to do is go on Diz Twitter during um, during October and look how many of those people are also living at Hollywood Horror Nights. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to, that's not my style. That's not what I like, but that doesn't mean that there's not a group of people who would absolutely love that. I do. I love that and, stuff. And Disney owns IP. Mm-hmm. The corporation owns IP that they could put in a park like that. Yeah, definitely. It would be. Especially with the Fox acquisition. Exactly. It would yeah. be, it would be well received, but yeah, they need to announce something mm-hmm. or they need to announce firm plans about what's beyond Big Thunder Mountain. Right. Because that was just, I think, Bob Chapek's, you know, way of saying, oh, no, shoot. We what do need we to do? do something. Yep. Um, so that firm plans of expansions or a fifth gate are my number one. They're your number one. And yeah. I'm not shocked by that. Yeah. You have any honorable mentions? Um, I had a couple. And my honorable mentions were like, you know, little bing bong things like, you know, uh, the parking issue when you're you know, paying to park at the different resorts and, you know, yeah. different things like that that I wish would go away or, or get a little bit better. But, um, you know, I, if we're looking back and we're besides the wish list and we're looking at some things that were really good and beneficial, you know, Disney's done a couple things that were really good this year. And one of which was I really like the mobile ordering thing. I think that's been really helpful for us. So that's actually kind of a good thing. I don't really need that to change too much. Um, but yeah, nothing major. As I just those were the five main things that mm-hmm. that I thought of. I know you have a couple. What do you? Yeah, have? I, I would love to see Magical Express or some derivative thereof come oh, back. Oh, geez, forgot about that. Um, that's great. But, but 
for me, one of the things that I really want is they did it. They started with it for a little bit and it went back away. I want to see better merch for boys and men. And what yeah. I mean by that is yeah. like everything. And I look, you, sir, I certainly understand that I could buy ears to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, however, my son isn't, doesn't, like the ears he's not going to wear the ears i know he's not he doesn't even like the beanie hats the like you know what i mean the the ones like that you get with uh bb8 or whatever on the on the top of them you know that yeah. that style of hat 3po and r2 ones. yeah yep. yeah he's in, he doesn't like those either but he loves baseball hats and he likes all of the baseball hats like mm-hmm. he'll he has almost as many as i do well that's a lie but he loves them, and he loved those lounge fly ones. So he has a Dapper Dan one, and he has a Tiki That's Room a cool one. Cool hat, yeah. The yeah. Dapper Dan and the Tiki Room hat are so cool. And they did two of them, and that was it. It's like I I don't understand what we have to do to get more of that kind of stuff, or the fact that I have to go on to Lost Bros. It's a com- t-shirt company. Oh, it's a great company. Um, uh. Lost Bros. to find a, a Disney shirt that's not like, you know, just screaming. Oh, here's a Mickey head. Yeah. Right. Lost Bros has some really cool, well thought designs. They're cool. Um, you know, there's good or, design, good font yep. choices. Or I'm going on to like T Public and searching for stuff, or we're making mm-hmm. our own design because yeah. everything is like, okay, the plain, the t shirt, I think the t shirt loser of the year this year that I saw was that stupid one. There's two types of people, and it was like a picture of Epcot and a picture of. Yeah. That and, was official Disney merch, and yeah. it looked like a meme. Yeah. It was horrible. No offense so, if you have that shirt. I yeah, don't like it. Yeah. I. I just wish that they just need better. They need they need to do better merch, um, because I'm not wearing in hundred degree weather a spirit jersey, and and those are mainly marketed yeah. towards women too. But they could change the cut of those, yeah, and do like um, you know Disney crew necks, yeah. And there's no reason there's I shouldn't have to be reliant upon the the woven button ups mm-hmm. as being like my only option for a. For a Disney centric shirt that's not obnoxiously like just here's a Mickey head in the middle of it. And they look weird on me. So that basically takes me out of any other option other than a t shirt. Yeah. As you were talking about the ears, I I thought of kind of a fun idea. You know, your son likes baseball caps, so does mine. What if it's, you know, it's Orlando, it's mega hot. What if they focus on, you know, kids like kind of not completely flat brim, but kind of the straighter brim uh, mesh hat? And then each one is themed to different characters. Don't even have to have the ears on it. They did it like uh, I think it was in the connection, not connection. Sorry, the creation shop over yeah. there, and they had the nice um, uh, Marvel one, if you recall. Like they have that, um, but they, they should cool do. Marvel one. But they they need to do more of that. Like or, they need yeah. more more stuff like that. And not, I'm not talking about a, a seventy like that seventy dollar anniversary hat with the with the embossed like bronze mickey and walt statue no and those are heavy too because anything that has like that thick fabric you don't want to wear in 95 degree heat that's why i'm thinking mesh hat i don't know yeah or like you know what i want a uh a a lounge fly that's actually like a backpack lounge fly that isn't one of the minier like the small ones yeah that has a cool pattern leather bigger style right because i'm not wearing that tiny one on my back no Right? I want one a d- decent size. I'd I can wear. only fit one shoe in those things. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> So that was one on my wish list, too. I don't want to go no, too off good. the rails with this. That was good. Um, but it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow is just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. Um. And I will tell you, 
And I will tell you that I was absolutely, you have to stop. Oh my God. <laughs> Folks, this is why you do not scream the World Cup final while you're recording your podcast. Holy cow, Kylian Mbappe, that was a ridiculous goal. Um, so what you just got there was a soundbite. Real-time reaction as we're watching that goal happen. And we, and we had to stop it and move it to the end of the podcast as a post-reel. Oh my gosh, that was insane. So. <laughs>